Grand Risings, Grand Risings, Grand Risings, everyone. How's everyone doing? I hope everyone's having a tremendously blessed week, successful week, an amazing week thus far. Thank you for tuning into my podcast, taking a few minutes out of your day to listen. I'm truly grateful, 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 grateful to you. And I can't even be more thankful and blessed. There's a topic that I've been wanting to talk about for a while. It's uh, about relationships, but not just relationships in a positive sense. I'm talking about relationships in a negative sense where you have either the guy or the female that takes advantage of the other, whether it's a boyfriend or a girlfriend, and it takes advantage. A clear example of that, um, I know someone that is dealing with a guy that uh, is taking advantage of her. And it's bothersome when you know about it and there's nothing you can actually do about it. So, for just comment, a little bit of backstory, the female has a very amazing, she's very amazing. Um, she's down to earth, you know what I mean? She has a kind heart, wears a heart on her sleeve, all that good stuff, you know what I mean? Um, and her significant other, right, is a narcissistic user to the point where, like, you know, he's grown man and knows what he's doing, but he thinks other people don't know what he's doing. He thinks he's getting away with something when he's really not. The only person that's blinded to him is his the female that's with him. You know what I mean? They, when they go out, he never pays. When they go out, right, he <laughs> acts like he left his wallet. Whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Never pays. You know what I'm saying? Um, fact of the matter is that uh, he got a place. And remember, I mind you, I said, this is a grown behind man. And had his girlfriend buying furniture for his crib. Like, who does that? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you guys see it, I know you can because of the way I'm talking. But that is not... (laughs) That's not how you treat someone in a relationship. It's supposed to be equal. You know what I mean? Because my, me personally, I would rather go broke, live in the streets for months or even a year. Right? until I got myself back on my feet, then use anyone to get what I need. Because there's a saying, if you can't get something that you truly, really want, you don't deserve it at that given point in time. You know what I mean? And a lot of people should have that same mentality that, look, it's easy to be nice. It takes hard work and effort to be negative, evil, or vile. It really truly does. Because you got to think of ways to be that way when being nice is easy. You know what I'm saying? If you don't want to treat your significant other properly, and if maybe you're tired of him or her, whatever the case may be, move on because somebody else will treat them better. You know what I mean? But the sad part about it is they've been traumatized by the, the previous relationship that 
it makes it worse for the next person coming in to try to be with them because they have so many guards up from the prior relationship. You see what I'm saying? So no matter how good the other person is that's coming in to their lives, they're always going to have barriers up because of the prior relationships. Because the prior relationships, they work out or they were used or they were abused or whatever the case may be that it didn't work out too well. My thing is, why do people do this? Why is it okay in their eyes to use others, to abuse them mentally, to abuse them physically, to abuse them spiritually? I don't understand that certain things that, I'm a very intelligent man, but some things I just can't comprehend in my brain. It really truly doesn't make sense. Again, I would rather be homeless than hurt someone. And that in any kind of way, in any aspect at all. You know what I mean? Because you got to remember, whatever you put out in the universe is going to come back to you tenfold. You know what I mean? So, like, the person still waiting to meet the significant other's children. It's going on, like, eight months, nine months. What's the holdup? If you don't think the relationship's going to work, Right? That's the only reason I can see that you're not letting your significant other meet your kids. That's the only reason. Or being protective. But still, no, eight months or nine months, that's going to stretch. That mean, there's, you know so much about that individual. You know so much about that person that you'll know that, okay, it's cool for my kids to meet this person. Or it's just not feasible and the person's not worth the meeting my children. One or the other. You know what I mean? There's no in between. You know what I'm saying? I get it being protective of your kids, your kids or whatever. I get all that. Don't get me wrong. But it comes a time and point in a relationship where that goes out the door because either you know you're gonna that person's good enough to meet them and become like part of the, you know what I mean? Not trying to take away not trying to take away from their own parents where there is the mother or the father. You know what I mean? Trying to replace them. No, it's just coming into like meeting them. You ain't know, getting a rapport with them. You know what I mean? You're not coming in their lives to be this parent figure. No, you're getting a rapport. You know what I mean? Because number one, you're with their mother or father, right? And then you're getting a, a sense of togetherness. Well, any kind of aspect, whether it's you're going to be the step person or you're just going to be in their lives as um, support or someone to give advice. You know what I mean? That that makes total sense. But eight or nine months, that's a little stretch. And then when you come up the last minute with an excuse saying that, oh my goodness, the kids are sick. When you knew either the kids were sick at the beginning of the week, you're not all of a sudden sick in one day. You know what I'm saying? Like You're not going to wait till that point in time to the end of the week where you said you was going to introduce, right? And then all of a sudden, I'm going to call and be like, my kids are sick. Either your kids got sick the beginning of the week or the middle of the week, but they just didn't get sick in one day. And then all of a sudden, you just cancel the whole. See what I'm saying? It's just, it's too many red flags. Keep on going and going and going and going and going. I just don't like people that use and hurt other people. You know what I mean? Because there's no need for it. Either you love them or want to be with them and spend your life with them, right? Or you just don't. They're not, they're, they're not the one for you. 
But you have to make that determination and make a decision to move on. Because, again, there's way too many women and men on this planet, right, to be fixated on one when you don't even love them. But even if, say if you did love them and they didn't love you, right, you're forcing your will upon someone else that doesn't want to have anything to do do with you in that aspect. Because that for them, that ship is sailed. If they don't love you, you cannot make somebody love you. That's impossible. There's no forcing. There's no none of that. You know what I mean? You could say all the threats and do whatever you say, but there's nothing going to change the fact if they don't love you, right? And any kind of time that you've been together or trying to build and grow, they ain't going to love you. So it's time for like to pick up and move on. And I get it that women are a little bit more trickier because a lot of women wear their hearts on their sleeves. So they're emotionally attached greater than men. But there are some men out there that wear their hearts on their sleeves as well. And they do feel that same sense of attachment emotionally. My thing is, look, at the end of the day, we were here to love one another, get along with another, not abuse each other. Not use each other. Not destroy one another. No, that's all the devil's doing. It has nothing to do with what God intended all of us to be towards each other. If you're going to love somebody, love them unconditionally for who they are, what they stand for. If you don't want to be with them, fine. Don't be with them. But don't you take it out of your way and go into their heart and use them Meanwhile, you know they're so weak that they're not going to let go. They're going to do everything they can, right, to keep the relationship going when you, in reality, are just a user and a narcissist and an evil, vile individual. You see, well, one thing you got to realize, whatever you do in the dark will always come into light, no matter what it is. So wouldn't it be easier if we treat everybody with respect, love, kindness, caring and understanding than it is to be mean, manipulative, and vile. Which one would you want to be? For me, it's simple. It's the first. Loving, caring, supportive, in any kind of aspect. Because you only get one shot at love. Well, some people get more than one. But your true love, your once-in-a-lifetime love, you get one opportunity for that. Now, wouldn't you want to take full advantage of that and not let that go and do everything you possibly can to make it work in a positive light and make that person, he or she, happy every single day? Wake up with a smile, go to bed with a smile. Wake up thinking about you, go to bed thinking about you. Isn't that glorious? Isn't that amazing? Isn't that heartfelt? Isn't that a most wonderful feeling on this planet? But yet, and still, you got those that do the opposite. So for those that are those individuals, and if you do listen to my podcast, take heed to those words. Think about it. It's easier to care about someone and love them and cherish them than it is to be manipulative, evil, and vile towards them. Because we're all made for greatness and we're all made for love. Only people make things hard and situations hard. 
Again, thank you for the time that you've given me. I truly, truly appreciate it. Um, I hope you guys have a great, very great rest of your week. Blessings all the way around. And I, again, I truly appreciate you guys taking the time out just to listen to my words. I can never be ever, ever, ever so grateful to all of you. And remember, tough times never last. Tough people do. One love and peace. Thank you.